Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Welcome back to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. Every week on this podcast, we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. At the end of the season, we'll use all of them to cook a mystery recipe together. It's day three of Olive Oil Week, and today we've got some more science for you with pressing questions. Then we'll be wrapping things up with our wild cart segment. Let's get started. Looks good. I bet it tastes good. Mystery Recipe. Welcome back to Mystery Recipe. It's time for our Pressing Questions segment. Which is sort of a pun this week, since you press olives to get olive oil. Oh, hey, Mitzi. I think there was a way funnier way to make that joke, but I'm still new to all this podcast stuff. That's okay. I think you're doing great. I think I'm finally starting to get a hang of this microphone stuff, at least. Not quite so close there, Mitzi. Sorry. It's okay. It takes practice, just like anything else. So, are you ready for pressing questions? Born ready. As your assistant, it's my job to go through the mail and sort all the questions. Did you find any pressing questions about olive oil? Yes. Why does my dad have two bottles of olive oil? One for cooking and one for fancy occasions. That was Luca, age nine. I love it. Thank you, Mitzi. And thanks for the question, Luca. This is actually the perfect question to get us into the recipe lab, because here we don't just do science experiments. We also do taste tests. Oh, no. That sounds like a test I would not do very well on. I have horrible taste. I only ever have this one outfit. Oh, thank goodness. I don't need to worry about my wardrobe. My color choices always seem to clash. No, your taste is not being tested, Bitsy. In a taste test, we taste two or more different things, and then we compare them. Ah, so we'll be doing a taste test between these two types of olive oil. Exactly. And do you remember what they are? Yes. Regular cooking olive oil and extra virgin olive oil. Excellent. But we need to focus first on how to set up a proper taste test. Is it a multiple choice or fill in the blank or essay portion? It's more like research than a test, Mitzi. We start with the lineup. In this case, we aren't trying to figure out what brand or style of olive oil is better or worse. We are just going to be trying to taste the difference between the two types of olive oil. So, the lineup will be pretty simple. Standard olive oil versus extra virgin olive oil. Exactly. Next, we get rid of any packaging and labels. So, in this case, we'll put our olive oil in little black cups so you can't see what's inside. Check! That was quick. Thanks, Mitzi. Lastly, we label the samples. Something we'll be able to keep track of, but that won't mean anything to the people testing, like one and two or A and B. And extra lastly, we forget about every taste we have ever tasted in our lives. We do what? We enter a deep meditative state and try to forget about our sense of taste entirely. That way, we don't let our past have any effect on the outcomes. Actually, Mitzi, we are totally interested in your personal sense of taste. What people like is a big part of a taste test. 
Excuse me, Molly. I'm going to be entering a deep meditation. I can't also be having a conversation with you. And when I'm done, I will have forgotten what the word taste even means. I don't think that's necessary. I... Mitzi? Mitzi, can you hear me? Listen, I'm going to take these samples to the lab. Our testers should be waiting for us. But in the meantime, you're in charge here, all right? Oh, no. Not again. I thought she could see how busy I was. Listen, listeners, let's work on forgetting our taste. We're just going to meditate here. Um, now we're letting all of our sweet memories drift away. Um, all of our salty favorites are now just a distant memory. Um, that's a shame. I miss potato chips. Do we have potato chips here? I really love some potato chips. I normally have some in my backpack. Ugh, you know what? This isn't working. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. Grown-ups, this ad is for you. Hey, grown-ups. If there's one thing we simply cannot have enough of in my house, it is snacks. That's why Kroger's ship service is so great. You can browse snacks and other stuff online and get it shipped right to your house. It's fast and easy, and your order will arrive in as little as one to three days. My daughter, Olive, was pretty impressed. What's in there? Can you pull it out? <gasps> what do you think all those are? Uh, gummies. Do you think this is maybe the largest box of gummies you've ever seen? Yeah. What else is in the box? Pretzels. Learn more at Kroger.com and get the yummiest snacks shipped directly to your doorstep. Hey, Mitzi, we did it. We finished the taste test during the commercial break. Hey, are those my potato chips? Uh, I'm sorry, Molly. I was trying to forget about all things salty, and then I just had to have some. It's fine. But hey, let me have one. What I was trying to tell you is that you don't need to forget about your sense of taste before a taste test. Your preferences or what you like and don't like are important. That's a big part of it. That's good to know, because I can never forget how much I love potato chips. How'd that taste test go, by the way? It was great. So the first thing we did was all taste the first sample. So we're going to call the one on your left sample A and the one on your right sample B. Hi, I'm Henry and I'm 11 years old. Sample A was spicy. Hi, I'm Jack and I'm 14 years old. I feel like it tasted like drinking liquid grass. I don't know, that's a weird way to put it, but that's just what I feel, you know? No, I think that makes grassy is a really good word to describe this. Hi, I'm Cadence and I'm 11 years old. It's kind of like the, the aftertaste is a little spicy when it goes down your throat. Then we tried the other one. All right, we need to do sample B. It's like a thick, creamy consistency, but it doesn't have much taste. Uh, sample A felt much more flavorful, and it felt like there were more colors and there were more flavors. It was just more interesting to taste well, compared to um, B. I agree. It's just tasteless, sort tasteless. of. Huh. So it seems like these kids noticed a difference right away. Yes. But we didn't just try these oils by themselves. We also tried both on bread. Yum. I love bread. Ooh, bread. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so everyone can take sample A of bread and do a little dip in our sample A. So the first thing we tried, uh, make sure you get enough on so that you can taste it, but you don't have to soak the bread. And take a bite. 
It tastes like the restaurant's um, olive oil. I like from the little dish at the restaurant. Um, I like it better on the bread than just drinking it. I think it tastes better on the bread. All right, second piece of bread. You can dip it into sample B. Make sure everyone's mouths are empty before you take your next bite. I think it tastes the same with the bread and without the bread. Yeah, so you can't taste. It just tastes like butter on the bread. Once it's on the bread, it really doesn't taste like anything. It's not really that flavorful. It just gives a new texture. So honestly, I prefer sample A. I definitely prefer sample A. And we tried cooking with it. Grown-ups, if you want to try this experiment along with us at home, we have a roasted broccoli recipe we think your kids will love. Just head to atkkids.com slash broccoli to check it out. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. It's filled with recipes, activities, and fun food facts you and your little ones will enjoy. But back to the experiment. All right, so what we're going to do is use sample A and sample B to saute some broccoli and then test it out. This smells so good. All right, so I'm going to put some samples in each of these plates for you guys. And I'm going to do sample A on the left and sample B on the right. Um, I think sample A was a little sweeter, but maybe, I don't know, it's kind of hard. They taste very similar. I think that A actually tastes a little bit like B. To be honest, like they sort of taste the same, but A is more. They both have the same flavor. They're kind of similar. So... It sounds to me like the extra virgin olive oil was noticeably tastier when you had it by itself or dipped bread in it. Right. Sample A was the extra virgin olive oil, and everyone could tell it had more flavor than sample B, which was the refined olive oil. But when you cooked with it, there wasn't really much of a difference. Exactly. Heating that oil or cooking with it really takes a lot of that special flavor out. That's why many people have both types at home. Refined olive oil to cook with since it's cheaper and you can't taste the difference anyway. And extra virgin olive oil for dips and drizzles. Right on. What a successful taste test, Molly. And you didn't even have to meditate. Ha! Never going to have to do that, Mitzi. Not really a part of the taste test. Oliver! Oh, you're still here, Oliver! I love you too, Oliver. Well, that's it for our pressing questions today. Unless you have another one, Oliver. I've got one. Where did you come from? You handsome man, you. Okay, coming up next is our wild card segment. Before the olive oil bottle is empty, here's a little something unexpected. The story behind Oliver the cat. Day one. After a long catnap under my favorite olive tree, I hear it. For the first time, the words that will change everything for me. They say, it's time for harvest. And then the farmers arrive. I'm living a quiet life in southern Italy. There isn't usually a lot of excitement in my day today, But suddenly, there is a lot. What's going on? I must know. I've never felt more alive than this. Day two. I've discovered why there's so much excitement. They're here for the three circles. They call them 
olives. How bizarre it all is. Those sweetly bitter, tangy little tree circles I play with when they fall from the tree. I didn't know they were important or special, but these humans want them all in boxes. Curious to see how this all plays out. Day three, the boxes. There is such commotion, everyone rushing, shaking the branches so the little olives rain down. But where are they taking the olives? What will they do with so many of them? I must know, after all, curiosity comes naturally to a cat like me. They are too busy rushing from here to there to see me slip into the back of the cargo truck. Unfortunately, I didn't slip back out before they shut the door. Day four, I'm still in the cargo truck. This morning, the truck slowed down to stop outside of what sounds like one giant machine. I watched as box after box was unloaded. Normally, I love boxes, but not when they're moving. I could have jumped out and run back to my favorite tree. But what would that make me? A scaredy cat? No. Instead, I sit and I wait. I need to know how this all plays out. Waiting is something I do well. And eventually, what used to be boxes filled with olives came back as boxes filled with bottles. A dark green color, the clink of glass. Could they be filled with olive juice? The cargo truck doors close again. Day five. We were taken off the truck and onto what sounds like a plane. I couldn't resist the urge to sit in the box with all these bottles, taking strange comfort in their solid coldness. What can I say? If I fits, I sits. But soon I hear the plane taking off. One can only hope the cats are treated with kindness where we are going. Only time will tell. Day six. We've arrived on solid land once again and are put back into a truck. We drive and drive and drive until I hear them speaking of our destination. A test kitchen, a recipe lab. These words I do not know, but I hope they are kind there. Just then I see an open door. The sweet smells of cooking waft past me, and I realize I haven't eaten in far too long. I rush inside to see what I can find to eat. I slip inside. Can I trust them? Will they help me? My hunger makes it hard to stay quiet. Well, nine pounds weighs about as much as a pet cat might weigh. Hello, kind-looking lady. Like this cat right here. Hello. You, oven mitt. You can speak? What is this? Yeah, I don't know why there's a cat here, but he's pretty cute. Seems friendly. I'd say he weighs about as much as a year's worth of olive oil. Well, excuse me. I may have put on a couple of pounds on the olive farm, but that's nothing to be ashamed of. Hello. We are strangers, but I love you. 
I'm going to name you Oliver. All right, ready for your next one? Yes. Do you think you can help me with this one, Oliver? No, but I will stay if you keep scratching my chin. Oh, that's it. Thank you, Admit. All right, let's do it, Molly. True or false? Olive oil tasters use words like Well, that was certainly something. So, we've dived deep into the oily world of olives this week, pitted regular versus extra virgin olive oil in a blind taste test, and even came to know the story of Oliver, the cat. That's it for Mystery Recipe this week, but we'll be back on Monday with another special ingredient for you to guess. And remember, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is? If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. Until then, keep on cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Birndam, and I'm a chef's hat. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He's an apron covered in flour. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a trusty wooden spoon. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Matt Boynton of Ultraviolet Audio, the cutting board. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music. He's the timer on your microwave. Our post-production supervisor is Hen Margolis, a measuring cup. Our production manager is Diane Knox, who is also our grocery list. Jack Bishop is our chief creative officer at America's Test Kitchen. He's the oven. David Nussbaum is our CEO, our favorite cookbook. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, our deputy editor, Kristen Sargianis, and our editorial assistant, Katie O'Hara. Fact-checking by Kaya Williams. This episode featured the voice of Kira O'Sullivan and John Rudolph. Thanks again to our sponsor, Purdue. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids. grown-ups, I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts. And we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win.